0: thank you for tuning in to episode 34 of the Keto Matrix podcast. Ladies and gents, this episode is a reshape episode. It's a reshape episode because Brittany, for the longest time, and when I say the longest time, I really mean since like January of this year, has been asking me several times over and over again, what do I want for the Keto Matrix podcast? What do I want for the listeners? What am I trying to get out of the guests that we have on? And, you know, she's asked me this question so many times and I really didn't have an answer. And I know most people, they reevaluate Readjust, change, and all those things with their podcasts and yearly goals, etc. I'm not one that's big on January 1st is the time to do it. So, I've been mulling it over and kind of discussing it. In this episode, we kind of talk through those things, that process and what it looked like and why and and what you guys can expect rolling through the future when it comes to this podcast. So it's a shorter episode than typical because we are just free flowing the conversation. So enjoy it. Hang on to it and just recognize that amazing things are coming down the pipe. And we appreciate you guys tuning in and listening um, episode after episode. So hang on to your hats. And if you're not wearing a hat, grab your hair. No, just joking. But seriously, we appreciate you guys, each and every one of you. Please feel free to like, subscribe, and share with someone else that you think these podcasts and these episodes and the information that's within um, resonates with. Thank you so much. Let's jump into the episode. The Keto Matrix Podcast, where myths are busted, science is explained, and the keto lifestyle is discussed by industry experts and everyday people alike. For more information and support, go to Ketomatrix.com. Now, let's jump into our latest episode. Brittany, it has been, it feels like, I don't know, a month since we actually recorded?
1: I don't know. I was actually thinking about it the other day before I texted you to say, hey, are we doing it? Because I was like, I mean, it's been several weeks since I've even seen you. And it had been at least a couple since we had recorded. So, yeah, it's been definitely been a minute.
0: Even I mean, right. We're movers and shakers. So there's things moving and shaking
1: around. Right. <laughs> say, well, there for a while, like we just recorded so many in a short amount of time that we had kind of some, the some wiggle room. for our Yeah, shaking. I mean, we still
0: we still have episodes that haven't gone out. So, I mean, I guess that's good. But um, I know whenever we do these. I don't want to say solo episodes, but episodes without guests where the listeners just get to talk to us or hear us. They don't get to actually talk to us. I mean, I guess you guys could if you're listening and you want to talk back at us in your car or in your headphones or on your run or whatever. I guess you could. It may be a little weird. So people may look at you differently. But listen, I'm all about it. Embrace the weird like Austin, Texas. Keep it weird. Um, (laughs) I know, but I did kind of want to, you know, one of the things that you've been. You've been pressing me a lot on this year. Um, You challenged me with a lot of different things. Uh, Time management and spending more time in relaxing and unplugging. And um, one of the things you've challenged me with has been, what do I want the Keto Matrix podcast to be? Since we have this podcast that people listen to us and. Um, I've kind of answered it generically every time you've asked. I just want people to be able to come to the podcast and learn and glean knowledge and relate to the guests that are on. And, um, you know, we've done some of these manufacturer spotlights and we've had other people on to kind of share their story. And, and we've had people that are um, considered industry experts on that have kind of shared their insight into keto. And I think all those things are great. But the more and more, especially with other things, too, is I'm I'm kind of drilling into reverse engineering Exactly what I want things to be. Um, It kind of dawned on me that I wanted to change the direction of the podcast.
1: Okay. I know, baited. What direction? I know. So now everybody's like, what? Wait, what are you going to do?
0: I'm just going to start talking about race cars all the time
1: and by that he means he's gonna be talking to himself because i am not (laughs) participating in race car conversations
0: because i uh, because i know nothing so total side note we're gonna go on a tangent here for a second so they have these things called funny cars which people are like funny cars yeah they're drag racing cars they're called funny cars based on how they're built and the tires and the chassis and where the engine's located and after every run after every quarter mile run that these Cars do they have to basically re- Rebuild the entire engine because you blow The engine after every run
1: Oh That's not fun sounding
0: No it's but they, funny, do, they do it in like 30 minutes and They rebuild the entire motor to these cars in like 30
1: blow minutes Blow an engine Oh I was like they blow the engine in 30 minutes Like
0: no no the, the, the run Is like 5-6 seconds eight, Like seconds
1: Oh my yeah gosh. seconds that but sounds... so
0: they do all of this preparation for seconds and then blow the motor and have to spend all this time rebuilding it. after every single run it's insane but they the time frame the amount of G, it's crazy but I was saying oh, let's say this weekend they are actually here at Concord at the drag strip where they run four wide. So, um, that's going on. I just think that's pretty fantastic. Don't ask me how we got down this road. I I really don't know. I said race cars and I don't know why, but that was tip of my mind. Um, it's just, you know, useless information I hold in my head, but I digress as I've been thinking about what I want for the podcast, you know, the intro is always welcome to the Keto Matrix podcast where blah, blah, blah. and, And all these things. And I realized that One of the challenges that I hope people are listening to right now and can find freedom in is that there is really no such thing as an industry expert. And when I say that, I know some people are like, no, yes, there is. There isn't really. They are just everyday people that have taken the time, the research to experiment, process, retain information and utilize what they've learned in the failures of the experiments to identify what's worked for them. And though I I have, obviously, as you listen to any of my episodes, very strong feelings on certain things that are first principles and absolutes that should be maintained. You do not need carbohydrates to run optimally. You don't. Um, You do not need to be worried or fearful of fat. You don't. You should embrace protein There are just certain things that I'm like These are definitive But within that realm People have got to take the time to Wisely experiment with what they do And how it works best for them Research, take the time And when I say research I don't mean look at people on Instagram And what they're doing And how they're doing it But truly research The scientific, metabolic, nutritional, dietitian aspect Of how food Affects and impacts them specifically, um, and then get information and knowledge on how they can adjust, tweak or change it to maximize what they see in themselves. And everyone that we've ever had on that has been a quote unquote industry expert, they're only at that place because they've done that. It doesn't matter if they're nutritionists or doctors or whatever, like it's come from them taking the time to experiment it with themselves, with their clients, with what they've seen. And I feel like I want to, in understanding and embracing that, continue to just share and talk with experts in the industry, not
1: that you said not, don't exist,
0: that don't exist. Yes, because what I want to do is unpack, not just the expert information that they hold, but how they got to it. Like, what were the what were the nitty what was the nitty gritty behind the the journey that they had? Right. Because I feel like for me initially for this whole thing, I was like, I want people to listen to this podcast and realize that they are no different than the people that are on. Right. Like, that's the whole everyday people thing. Right. It's like I want I want the listeners to relate to whoever our guests are, whether that has been a manufacturer and being able to relate to how they've grinded out the everyday process to create whatever product or service they do or whether or not it's been an expert that has taken the time to get to that point, but hasn't always been, or if it's been a person that is, you know, a year later on keto or six months into keto and they share, you know, the triumphs that they've had and the journey along the way for them. I feel like I want to just focus on those people that are in a space that have come to other absolutes and first principles like I have share how they've got there, what that journey looked like. And, and extract it in such a way that Everyone can relate to them And when I say everyone, you know I'm trying to think of people we've had on Like Amber O'Hearn she's, she's, She was an, it was an awesome episode I think it was episode 14 Everyone can't relate to eating just meat For the period of time that she has But she mentioned some of her depression And the bipolar disorder And um, the discovery aspect And phases of getting to that point And someone could relate with that Um Ali Miller. We had her on and, and we talked a little bit about how she was into dance and she was a ballerina. And we talked about breaking in her shoes in that process and how it's not as glamorous as it may appear um, at first and how much hard work and discipline and consistency like someone listened to that episode and could relate to that aspect of things. Right. I want to be able to continue bringing on experts that share the experts that I listen to, that I rub elbows with that I find to share information in a way that is really easily digestible and presented in such a way that we understand how they got to where they are with their knowledge base. Because I want this podcast to be something that empowers everyone to embrace being their own researcher, to embrace the journey that is becoming an expert. And you may only be an expert for yourself. Like maybe you'll never get to the point where you're coaching people and dealing with other people. But I feel like everyone should be able to find freedom in knowing that they can become an expert with manipulating their own body and finding and becoming their ideal, healthy, athletic, lean, energetic self for whatever their goals may be. Does that all sound crazy? It sound like I'm talking in the clouds, don't
1: I? Um, I think that there is a certain population of people who would really appreciate that type of knowledge and doing that, I think there's also a lot of other people who that's not what they signed up for. Have prioritized like prioritize their time um, in life to learn and use their time and energy and brain power to learn all of that. Like there's other things that they would rather be focused on. Um, but I means as far mean, as
0: like, unpack that for me like you mean as far as like they don't want to use their brown they don't So even use experts in tea. the
1: experts in the industry um experts in the industry like have put in the time and the effort to to learn and to like you said to manipulate their bodies there's a lot of people who um don't have the desire to learn or to figure like to take the time to become an expert of their own body, um, or of that um they just want to feel good and be able to like spend all their time doing whatever it is that their job is or their family. Like there's just more um it, it takes like if you think about how often or how much time you spend listening to podcasts a day. Um, <laughs> Way too much. Like, for some people, they don't want to to listen. Like, we maybe, yeah, they don't want to do that. Um, So, I don't think that it sounds like head in the clouds. I just think that you're identifying a more specific target audience, listening audience that, yeah, target audience that we're providing content for.
0: Well, I feel like at the end of the day, right, like the people that listen to us right now, we're entertaining. I'd like to think I'm a little entertaining. Maybe not. Maybe I am. I don't know. But I feel like I don't think we've had an episode where you couldn't glean knowledge from it. I don't want to.
1: I I don't think we have either. I think we've had a lot of episodes that. like a lot of the knowledge that you're gleaning is just about the individuals on the pot, like yourself, myself, whatever guest it is like in our personal stories. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but depending on people's personalities or things, whether they're looking for more textbook type of material, just broken down into common terms versus they want to know the individuals. Um, and kind of more the journey and experience that they've been through like some people are data people and other people are experienced people Well, I mean, I'd, I'd like to think that retain.
0: I, yeah I mean it's true I feel like I'd, li- I'd like to think that we could do both right I mean I don't want I think you do a really good job of keeping me out of the um, I'm trying to think of the word to put the scientific black hole of using so many scientific terms that all of a sudden People are like, wait, what? I don't I can't follow what you're saying. So one of the one of the one of the podcasts I love to listen to, it's uh, muscle intelligence. It's hosted by Ben Pukolski, professional bodybuilder. Um, I think his his phrase is I want to help people become and live their greatest self or become their, their best self or something of that nature. Um, great guy, awesome podcast, shares really good information. I love listening to his podcast because the amount of scientific information that he pulls out of his guests is great. Do I think that everyone can listen to that and get the same amount of information from it? Definitely not. Um, I think he relays it in such a way that if you take it and you write notes and then you do more research, you can. But for some people, I think it's over their head. They're like, oh, my goodness, I can't. Like, I'm lost, which I totally get. Um, But at the same time, I also feel like you know, we've had guests on where we could have pulled more from them to share more, where people would have listened to it and been able to get more information. For instance, uh, I remember getting a, a message after I did that episode with Danny and Robert when we were talking about mass and building mass on keto. And one of the responses, feedback I got was I would have liked to learn or hear more exa- about exactly how and why certain things were being manipulated macro wise in order to achieve a certain result. Um, and exactly what was being done, like, you know, what were we each doing individually? How did we come to that conclusion, et cetera, right? So there's more information that can be pulled from that. And so what I'd like to do is think that we can take those experts that we bring on and be able to one, provide the, the science and the information for the data junkies like myself that are like high up into the, the science and the mechanisms and and all those things, but then also allow people to relate with how they got there, you know, um, how, how did you come to this conclusion? What were the types of patients you saw? Who were the clients that you've had? What what were the things that you did with yourself? For instance, uh, you know, now as there's other episodes and I want to like spoil information of the things I've shared on other episodes that will be coming out. But, you know, last year I got leaner than I've ever been, single digit body fat. And when I look back at the pictures, um, I, I feel like I look anorexic. Like when I look at them, I'm just like, dude, I was way too thin. Now, why? Why did I why did I get there? I was incorporating heavy long duration fasts with um manipulating my protein intake in order to maximize my amount of fat oxidation, which was great. But in in doing so, I lost more muscle mass than I would have wanted to, for abs- like absolutely positively. Um so I will never do that again. I will I will never never combine the two. Yes, I think that people are very successful with being able to turn their protein down and keep their fat high and lean out while maintaining muscle mass. I do think that that's possible. But I don't think that it's what I would recommend and that I would do or have other people do when that's their goal. So Knowing that, that's something that I've learned. Now, my response would be, you know, three to six months of eating an excessive amount of calories in a ketogenic state or a carnivorous state. And then getting to the point where then you put a prep time frame of, you know, I don't know, another three to six months where you reduce your fat and kind of cycle your fat while keeping your protein levels at a certain level um, carnivorously in order to maintain your muscle mass, continue to grow and continue to keep your strength up. I think your muscle fullness days, I think the scale changes a lot differently, but I think overall you're able to achieve and accomplish the same thing. And obviously there's levels to that too, like in being certain levels of fat adaptation and fat efficiency and all these things prior to doing so. But again, um, I never will know tomorrow if I don't look at my yesterday and learn from and go through. And I want people to realize that so that as they're doing things for themselves, they can kind of get an idea for that. The cycling in and out of carbs. You know, why do I think that women don't need to cycle carbs in order to maintain their hormonal levels and cycles? Because I've done it now with several, several women where We left carbs at a very, very low state and worked with their protein to not only gain their cycle back, but have it be healthy and consistent. And so if you were to ask me, you know, why do I think cycling carbs is not necessary for women in their menstrual cycle? I would list this client, this client, this client, those all that have lost their cycle and all gained it back with the absence of using carbohydrates to do so. To furthermore, prove the fact that carbohydrates are not a necessity in our in our diet. Either way, I don't I don't mean to take this down this large rabbit hole of other craziness, but um, I just those are the kind of things where I feel like if we can share more of that, I would love to be able to say that people listen to my podcast and they decided to have a voice, strengthen their voice within the community about what they've done and how they've done and look at it differently. Because I think so many people now they follow, they follow, they follow, they follow, they follow. And it's great to follow people and look at what they're doing and listen to podcasts and everything else. But the the strength, the knowledge, the success, the permanent change in the lifestyle comes from the implementation and the gaining of the knowledge from the failures and the successes achieved by taking those things on yourself and implementing them and then seeing what comes from it. And that's the thing I really want people to do. I want them to be able to see themselves within every expert that comes on. Um, so that they can walk down the journey and the path of the years to become their own expert. Maybe it's a lofty goal. I don't know. Again, I think it's a certain target,
1: target audience and those people will love it. And, but I mean, the ones that we've had out up to this point, were also kind of for a target audience. So
0: yeah, I was going to say, I it's mean, look, people got to listen to us they to, listen to me. They have to listen to us bicker back and forth. There's a certain target audience that's all for that. And then another target audience that's like, oh, I'm tired of listening to this guy's voice. I'm tired of listening to my own voice. So, I mean, come on. There's only... Yeah. Again.
1: I think one of the best ways... Because
0: Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, What were you going to say? One of the best ways. I feel like there's a delay.
1: Um, yeah, I was like, I couldn't tell if I saw your mouth moving and I just couldn't hear you or... um, But... <sighs> Well, the, I guess the point that I was trying to make and what I was saying is that I think anybody who's listened to our podcast now still, like you said, have been able to get knowledge um, because anytime you're hearing something you haven't heard before is knowledge. It's just whether it's w- what it's more about. But I think that our, going forward, it sounds like that you're wanting a more concentrated like the time that people spend listening, they'll receive a more concentrated base of scientific information that they've learned and not as like mixed in with experience, but it won't be as much focused on some of the experience stuff as some of what we've done recently, particularly with product spotlights, just because really that was the goal was to get people connected to the cool people that have created some awesome products that we've liked.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's take a turn. Okay. You're like, uh but wait, we didn't finish that thought. You've listened know to me what now. No, that means. What? What did you say?
1: I was like, <laughs> no, we didn't finish. We did finish the thought. The thought is that what I said. Wasn't what you were thinking And so I'm going to take a turn on How to look at it in a different light
0: No 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 it's not that it wasn't It's not that it wasn't what I was thinking It's that um, I mean this was stimulated by Your questioning me in the first place Right like asking me Mm -hmm. to pull out And kind of identify what Like what are we going to continue offering What are we going to use to Differentiate and separate and I know a lot of times that Podcast people that run podcast. I don't know what you got it's not really a podcast owner, podcast personality. I guess we can go with that. Podcast personalities will typically at the end of the year, kind of reevaluate what they're doing in the direction. Um, you see that at the beginning of every year, every January podcast change, whether it's the name or the host or the direction. And I don't want to wait until January to kind of look at this. Um, or a better, better thing is you've been asking me since January. <laughs> and here we are rolling up on May and I'm like, all right, I've figured it out five months later. Um, I, I'm going to ask this question and I don't know if I'll be sorry for it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. When I first told you, hey, Brittany, I'm going to start a keto podcast. <laughs> what were the thoughts in your mind? Um. Oh, yeah, that was loaded, wasn't it?
1: it was definitely loaded um no I was so early into keto at that point and hated keto the majority of like probably 75% of the time I was like am I still gonna do this like what happens if I decided I don't want to still do this um slash what and like I know is the only thing that I know of keto is what you've told me and because I don't do a ton of research on my own or have the time, like,
0: choose to... Do you consider... Do you consider me... I don't choose uh, to use the time. Let's try that again. Do you consider me... Do you consider me to be... (laughs) Say that three times fast, everyone. Do you consider me to be an everyday person? Yes. I know I'm a little weird and abnormal in certain regards, but I'm an everyday person. You are an
1: everyday person, but you also have a passion and a desire to pursue the keto lifestyle and to delve into it significantly greater than what I have and I think that's actually now that I'm like thinking back to the conversation that we had before we decided to go forward with this was that was my concern about joining you and it was that I was like I am not on the keto train as like hardcore and is passionate about it being for everybody and for all people. And not that I, I don't think that there's anybody that it's not for, but I don't necessarily, I'm like, Oh, everybody do keto. You should do it. Um, whereas you would try to talk anybody that we would encounter in any restaurant or anywhere into it. Um, and not that that's a bad thing, but I was just Except like, I'm not there and I don't know that.
0: <laughs> not McDonald's. Cause I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be there to talk to them. So I, I don't know. Just, there's got to be limits to everything. Okay. That's my limit. McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> I guess my thing is that
1: it's not. It's not that, I first go off. to McDonald's before I go to Taco Bell.
0: Oh yeah, say Taco that, Bell. I go to Taco Bell. I would so, listen to everyone, everyone that's listening. If we're
1: looking at at least there's probably real meat options at uh, McDonald's. I don't think that there's any meat. Well, some of their chicken, anyhow.
0: No, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, let's, yeah let's, let's, it was
1: just a. Um like making sure that we, our our goals and that our, like, because I knew that we were on the same page, but we weren't on the same page as far as I think passion was the actual word that I used. And then you described how passion builds. And I was like, I don't know that I'm ever going to get there, but if you're okay with it and you're real, then let's go for it.
0: I feel like <laughs> Does you regret yeah. asking that question. <laughs> no, 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 I, not even. No, not that at all. I just feel like one, I love the fact that we're at different levels as far as it, because I feel like it keeps me, it keeps me able to relate to everyone else when I ask questions and you ask questions that I wouldn't otherwise think about. We all know with my narcissistic tendencies, that. I don't think
1: we've actually talked about that on the podcast, so I think people are probably like, where did that come from? So you're going to have Guys, to explain am, that a little bit.
0: I am a narcissist. Um someone's say I'm a I'm just going to point this out
1: that you're the one that um, so you that, always give Bree and I a hard time about bringing the Enneagram into everything, but you're the one that's bringing it into this.
0: I'm good. I I'll follow my sword. I have
1: not brought it into this. I'm
0: you haven't. It's cool. Okay. Um, I'm good. I'll I'll embrace it. So for you guys that don't know, that's it. But I feel like anyone that is, uh, I don't know, looking to ripple the pond as greatly as they can, they have to get to that point at some point in time. And so that's where I'm at. Like it lump it. I don't know. It's OK. You don't have to listen to me talk. <laughs> this is totally a voluntary podcast. <laughs> but my point in bringing all that up is that you allow me to get outside of my own mind. Because if I were just to talk to what I thought people should know or how they should respond, there'd be so much information that was left unsaid and not shared. And so the different levels of our passion for keto and eating ketogenically allows, I think, everyone to get a greater understanding and idea of what's in my head, how to unpack it. And what's in there is that I may not even realize is there. Um, and you you rein me in when I go too far down the rabbit hole, like the fact that I want to talk about Avengers Endgame. But I know that that's not part of the podcast at all. And we're like in the meat of the podcast right now. so bringing that up is kind of silly. But, but it's I would totally so go freaking good. See, see what I mean? So, yeah, it's real good. Yeah. But either way. So um, when I think about those things, I'm like, well, you know, asking you, what did you think or what should it be? I guess, is, you know, I kind of I kind of want. I want it to be everything, but I know that you can't have everything, right? Because you can never make 100% of the people happy 100% of the time. Like that just doesn't work. And so I have to stay true to the fact that by nature, even if it is a narcissistic nature, I want to help everyone. I truly want to, to the best of my ability, provide people a source of information that they can utilize to improve not only their mental health, but their physical, their nutritional and overall health um, ketogenically And for some that may be Keto with vegetables and for others it's Carnivorous but um, It doesn't change the fact that I want to help everyone do that And so the knowledge that can be presented in a manner In which they can relate to and gleam I'm all in And that's the thing And so I don't know if that's good, I don't know if that's bad I don't know if it's crazy or if it's insane or if it's unattainable But what I'd like to do moving forward There are a few of Some of the manufacturing spotlights that we've already recorded and a few that we've already um, committed to that will still be on um, because I I still believe that people need to be able to feel and hear the heart behind the manufacturers that create these products. Um, Shout out to Keto Snaps. Keto Neo 10 is the discount code for them. Shout out to Laura's Lean, which is um, (laughs) Team LLB15. For 15% off with them Shout out to Tacticalories Which that episode hasn't come up yet But that is Keto Neo 10 I believe as well Shout out to F-Bomb, I'm trying to thank all the people that we've recorded uh, That have been manufacturing spotlights F-Bomb is
1: Speaking of F-Bomb, I saw some uh, Keto crisps in CVS yesterday When I was there
0: Dude, where were they at? Because I've been looking Every time I go to a CVS I look and I can't find them Where were they?
1: Uh, CVS on South Boulevard. What do you mean uptown. like where in the CVS? On an end dial display.
0: End aisle display, okay.
1: Like in the middle. So it was like, you know how a lot of times CVS has kind of two columns essentially, or two rows of, road, like, aisles? Yeah. Does that make sense? So if you go into, like, the middle between the two, it was one of those in-dial displays. They had both the F-bomb... Butters as, well as the keto snips. They didn't have all the flavors. They only had the cheddar, but
0: still I was like, oh, it's hey, good that they're there. That is like that's been one of my I whenever I mismanage my electrolytes and I'm am eating, I will all roll those in cuz they have a great amount of sodium and I love them. So, um I've never been able to actually like start eating a bag though and not finish it.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> I feel you on that. It's just the reality is like once that thing pops, I just can't stop. Um but so, um, yeah, so Fattest Smart Fueler, Fbomb.com, which I think that code is Keto Neo. Fbomb. Um, I'm trying to think of a name. Who else do we have on? Manufacturing probably was?
1: Oh, I, I just got, uh, we had, uh, <clears throat> well, so it was manufacturing, but then also the individuals, but we had Keto Brick with Robert and Crystal.
0: Oh, yeah, Keto Brick. Um, I just sure. got some no, more kind of code for Cream mm-hmm.
1: flavor. Um, so I'm good. super excited to get those. Yeah.
0: Uh, they're just my awesome they're getting married that's my this
1: favorite flavor so far
0: Side if you guys are listening when you listen to this episode it will be the day before their wedding so um make sure you send them send them a message and tell them congratulations and all that good stuff so yeah but I guess my point is so we have some other manufacturing spotlights they'll be on um and i'll continue to no, you bunker know Hill cheese.
1: sorry oh yeah
0: bunker there you go bunker Hill, i News, another one and that's keto neo 10 too i actually.
1: just had some of their uh raw smoked cheddar for the first time it was real good
0: oh dude their cheese is fantastic Stop. actually they're supposed to be i know
1: all, all their cheese has been really good but that cheddar was like the richest cheddar i've tasted it was good
0: you know cheddar makes your life better so yeah that's i did say story. that on the on the air people heard that okay i know um we actually they're gonna be here i should probably call it gabriel they're supposed to be here in Asheville, um saturday
1: like this upcoming like
0: the 27th yeah like two days from now two days day after, yeah two days from now oh, okay. the, the, the issue that i have with that is that i leave to go to chicago on sunday and i don't know that i'll have time to go to Asheville on saturday but i, I want to meet them in person um i'll see I have to i'll have to reach out to gabriel tomorrow and see what that looks like but either way guys that are listening guys gals um, children, animals. <laughs> animals, saw your puppies. Oh yeah. Did you keep one? I am keeping one, but I'm, I'm, I'm the mom is leaving us. So sad. She's, she'll be going That's to so New sad. Jersey. Um, but I did, I'm keeping her name shadow. So, um, yes, I did. There were six, six puppies. I actually still have two that are two will be available. still. uh, all the rest are already spoken for and will be going to their new homes in, I don't know, like six more weeks. But, um, yeah, litter, litter was great. And I have more litters coming this year, which it's, you know, my life's constantly me running around on fire. And I know I said I was going to try to get out of dogs, but it's been 19 years and I don't know if I can do that. Um, so there's that. That made me sound really old. Uh, I digress. Those that listen, we appreciate I just want
1: to point out that you said you were going to get out of dogs. And what did I say when when you told me that?
0: That wasn't going to happen. You're like, yeah, I'll believe it when it happens. I'll believe it when I see it is, I think, what you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, keep
1: pointing that out. Okay, go on.
0: The the, the reason why I can't get out of dogs, the reason I can't, first off, I'm recording this podcast here. I don't care. Because you don't do the cold turkey. No, let's forget cold turkey. Let's. I do, do. I do do cold turkey. First off, I'm not a turkey fan, so I don't really do cold turkey. Not quitting dogs. But but. Uh, you're like I'm gonna quit dogs, but I'm keeping two. You know why I'm, I I I can't get out of dogs because there's too many people that still have bad dogs. And when I say people, I mean law enforcement officers that are on the street promising to come home to their family with weak dogs. There's two. There's too many of them. I just saw locally. I don't want to I'm not going to call out The department or agency But I just saw locally um, A dog was dispatched On a suspect That was believed To be armed And The handler was confused The dog was confused The dog came back He tried to resend the dog And redeploy the dog And it was just It was In the industry We'd call it a Poopy emoticon show (laughs) With a different word (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was it was horrible. I was like, "Oh my goodness, that dog does not need to be working the streets, and that handler needs to learn the rules of engagement." But uh, I won't. We'll leave that alone. But I I want to continue producing dogs that um, I know will get people home, and so I don't know. I I I do it, and I will continue, fortunately or unfortunately. Um, okay cool we're definitely going too far off. this is a shorter episode more episodes to come um, I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen I recognize that this podcast is not everyone's appetite it's not going to please everyone but for those of you that do listen loyal loyal loyally yeah I guess that's it
1: loyally. loyal yeah, listeners
0: loyally. yeah I appreciate you Brittany appreciate you and I, we'd love to hear from you so Instagram
1: I think we should do a and a one sometime
0: uh, I like want to do a Q and A one. I questions? do. The question is how do I do the Q and A? Like, I mean,
1: like, I, I, I mean, I don't know that we're gonna be able to do it live, but I'm just like, even if they submitted questions to you via DM Instagram. or whatever, like on all your different, uh,
0: platforms. yeah, that's true. That's social a Social media point.
1: aspects. Um, and then we could, that way we can also, um, like have a little bit more in depth question, like answers, like just have things prepared as opposed to, um, I think live, I think you and I could totally get off topic a little bit too much um, to get it, make it as productive and concentrated as we talked about this. Uh, But if we did like submitted questions and kind of knew where we were going with it, that could be a cool, cool thing.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, so if you guys have questions, definitely keto period Neo on Instagram, shoot me a DM. Um, as far as like, feedback on what you'd like to hear from the podcast. Um, For those of you that don't know this already, um, the keto matrix on Instagram, it's just that the keto matrix go like and follow. Um, There's a collaboration between several of us that are working to make sure we provide consistent industry leading information when it comes to ketogenic, ketogenic performance and how it relates to you. So um, Fat Fuel Family, Danny and Mauda, Robert and Crystal, um, Josh Perry, Rachel Gregory, Keto Coach Lauren. Um, we are all in this to consistently provide you guys information and feedback. And so we repost all of those things. If you're missing out who's doing a giveaway where or where everyone is and what shows and podcasts it like just the Keto Matrix, go there. You'll be able to stay up to date on all of those things we post constantly throughout the day. Um, and I will probably do a Q&A or I'll post some questions or ask for some questions um, on my stories to generate what that will be as far as answers on the podcast which we'll do here um, sometime in May um, I think that's it
1: another thing building off of that that would be cool and I could tell you this off air but you can just cut it out if you don't like the idea that I'm putting potentially putting in people's heads but um, I know we talked about that there's been several individuals that were like, we loved having them on, we want to have them back. Um, And the idea of being able to delve a little bit deeper with them, um, kind of to the point that you gave the example of with uh, your discussion with Robert and Danny about how someone had already reached out. And this is some information that I would love to hear a little bit deeper or to know a little bit more on um, or would have loved if you guys had talked about that. Like if people have episodes that they specifically really liked and then there was something that they wanted to build off of like information that they would love to go into, um, if they get that feedback to you too, as we're rescheduling people, we could also kind of make sure that we're hitting on some of those points with some of those guests and stuff. Just a thought.
0: No, I think that's a great idea. How do you think we should put that out out there? You think I should put that in for questions like, hey, list your favorite episodes?
1: Yeah, list your favorite episodes and what were things like, what was your favorite part about it and what's something that you wish we would have gone into deeper or kind of sort of stuff.
0: Okay, but I mean okay yeah i always feel like we need that feedback anyway just as far as like moving forward and as you mentioned before yeah. offline to circle back and stuff so
1: yeah and even okay. if it's not something that we necessarily specifically address with that particular guest if it's something that you feel pretty confident on or whatever like what we can still use the information um to build off of what people have liked in the past
0: do you have a favorite episode britney Do you have one that you feel you were like, oh man, I totally relate to that one. Or, um, that was one that I really got more out of than I ever thought I was going to or any, anything like that?
1: Um, you know, Anyone I remember, as I, on,
0: right?
1: yeah, I was gonna say, I don't, I don't know that if I went back and listened to that episode now, I would necessarily be like, oh yeah, this identify like it's one of my favorites now, but when we did the keto athlete where um, I was yeah. at with keto at that point in time and where just I was really at mint headspace and stuff. Um, she, that was one of my favorite as far as I came out of it kind of like, Oh yeah, keto's not so bad. Like, I don't know. I just was able to, um, my relationship with keto
0: improved a little bit after, <laughs> after oh, is that, that, that what it was it improved a little bit after she was able to uh, it improved a little
1: bit after she like put some different perspective I was like oh okay um, there was things that it was just like oh I could, I could there was a different perspective on things that helped me to have a different perspective on things and it was just super helpful um, at that point in time Um, I, as far as just like general conversation with people, like I've really enjoyed just about all of our, like, and there are certain people that you just click more with obviously, but, um, that's the one that I specifically remember being like, Oh, this was kind of what I needed today. To go into keto tomorrow and not be like, whatever, I'm done, I quit, I'm over it.
0: You know what's crazy is That's that <laughs> yesterday I recorded an episode without without you, I apologize, but um, one of the things that we both had mentioned, it was like, it's crazy like how, how comfortable it is to talk to everyone within the space, like the keto space, mm-hmm. all of the guests, everyone's heart and desire to kind of help and grow through. Again, I think that's one of the things that it's kind of helped me get to this point where I want everyone to kind of find the everyday person, even within the experts so that they then can find themselves as an expert within the field. Um, And I just I don't know, I'm 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 left in awe all the time with every every one of the guests that comes on and how much they're willing to share and be transparent and help and pour into all the listeners. And so I don't know, I'm just I'm honored to have this platform at all.
1: Yeah, it's when I found out how many listeners we had, I was very—I was like,
0: that many people like to listen to us talk, like, yeah, yeah. Not was... to mention, I—I'll I, say in the beginning, I'm like, yeah, you know, there's five people listening to us now. And so, for those of you that don't know this inside conversation, Brittany was like, how many listeners do we have? We only have five people. I was like, are you kidding me? No, I'm just saying that sarcastically, because um, we have hundreds and hundreds of people that listen to us every week, and I'm just like and granted that's not thousands and thousands um we've had just way more than i know i mean as far as like the actual loyalty behind those that listen to us weekly it's it's insane i appreciate each and every one of you i know britney does too even though she didn't know (laughs) so
1: i did not know but once i found it i was like wow okay wow
0: yeah like real talk so either way um I'm pumped. I'm excited. This will go up and uh, I look forward to everyone's feedback as I throw questions out there.
1: Yeah, it'll be cool to see what comes
0: in. Yes, it will be. All right. Well, I'm going to sign off. Brittany, have a wonderful evening. Uh, I think that we will see you tomorrow, right? Yeah. And Uh, until then.
1: Can't wait to hear what you think about Avengers Endgame.
0: Yeah, for everyone else, it's like Avengers Endgame. That's right. I'm actually taking half a day work to go see a movie (laughs) because I have to see that movie. It's just that important.
1: I I got uh, the privilege of getting to see an early showing of it uh, because I have a friend who works at the movie theater um, and it did not disappoint. It was awesome.
0: Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, how was it compared to um, Captain Marvel? Um, as far as like just overall great Marvel film.
1: So I would, well, I mean a comparison. So I thought Captain Marvel was a strong seven to eight personally. Um, and then this, I think I would still have to give it a seven to eight, but I also think that's because. I I enjoy Marvel, but I am not a true like I couldn't call myself a true fan because I have not seen probably half of the different
0: um, you, the credibility of and your review is steadily so, declining.
1: <laughs> I No. I well but so I'm saying I enjoyed it being a casual Avenger fan, um, and having knowing like as i was watching that there were certain scenes where i was like "Mm, it would have been really helpful if i'd seen that movie uh so i understood the true significance as everybody else in the theater was like cheering and loving life um but i think that when i get to watch it a second time after i've watched some of the other ones i will give it a nine to ten whoa
0: a nine to ten yeah
1: yeah. Um two, the two people that I went with are huge Avenger fans and um they both said it's the best movie or at least top 5 best movie that they've ever seen.
0: Top not just 5 Avengers, movies like, that not they've just Marvel, ever seen, but
1: like yeah, they they, they gave uh, very very high praise for it.
0: Wow. Well, in that case I'm so I can't wait to, to hear
1: what you say about it, but
0: I mean, well, we're going, so I'm I'm gonna try to. It's it's like it's 7:30. I still have to go to the gym and have so many other things to do, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. Be some good downtime for you. It will be. That uh, it will be. All right. Well, we're gonna we'll update everyone else right. with what well, I thought about the, the Avengers on the next one. I will. Yeah, I will try. I will try. Yeah. All right. Have a great night. The Keto Matrix Podcast, where myths are busted, science is explained, and the keto lifestyle is discussed by industry experts and everyday people alike. For more information and support, go to theketomatrix.com.